Warning, the following podcast contains sexually explicit and violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. A prestigious college in a small town on the American East Coast. A former monastery turned into a Christian dormitory. Male and female students inhabiting separate houses. It should be the safest place to get your education were it not for the fact that some students are true monsters. John Becker playing Kylie, Yorin playing Morgana, and Monica playing Sam and Fuck Mary Kill, a Monster Hearts 2 game run by Tillman. Come join our Discord chat and please consider supporting Twin Cities by Night on Patreon. Alright, so you've been discussing the witch problem in the Starbucks for a little bit finishing up your respective drinks what are the next steps are you like going to stick together do you have specific plans not yet but i do want to prep for dinner in about one to two hours max yeah you've got plans so (laughs) i assume you're trying to get rid of the other two yeah but not yet maybe Hmm. so turn to sam and say sam to hold up your whole spiel of i don't know morgana and i don't want to be associated with her in front of lydia we may not want to drive to the campus or to the dormitory back together okay that's a good idea i don't know if she saw us together or if she you know did some stuff to find out but yeah that sounds like a good idea i mean i I drove myself so that'd be fine with me yeah and i have my bike so it will be fine Let's, for now, just assume that she doesn't know yet. And if she asks me anything, I know nothing. That's my plan, and I'm sticking to it. Sounds good. I only have this one book currently. I think it will be okay. Um, The only thing that I could really need is, similar to the lighter that we got from Jamie is something that has her essence attached to it, which is going to be hard for me to get. You can't be serious. You can't be seriously asking me to go back in there and steal something from her. Well, you are going to have to confront her anyway, because you said that you would think about her proposal. She is going to want an answer to that sooner rather than later. Okay, well, what do you suggest I steal? I don't know what she carries on her person. I'm not going to steal the veil off her head. God, no, I don't want you. That would be horrible. Would you even think about that? Anyway, no, you don't have to. I don't know. Um, The best thing would be her book. Whatever book she uses to write down her notes, to write down her spells, etc. But that's going to be extremely risky. I don't think you want to do that. I was going to say, if it's something that she's writing in consistently, like that's going to be extremely noticeable. Yeah, she's going to notice that's gone. I'm just saying that that would be the most optimal thing to do. I'm not saying that you have to. Gee, she doesn't really wear jewelry anyway. Oh, I know. She has a bunch of pins that she uses to keep her scarf in place. Like the ones that she usually has to the side of her head. I bet that she she has a couple of them. I bet she could, like, miss one of them. Okay, so a hairpin. And Sam is trying to think of 
a way that he could do this because in his mind, he's going to have to go see Lydia again. And a hairpin isn't something that he as a man would normally notice. And in his mind, it's small. And given, you know, how cramped dorms are, he's probably not going to see one without having to investigate and like go through drawers. So in his mind, his best bet is to just take one right off her head. And the only way he's going to do that is he, if he takes the veil off her head and the only way she would agree to take the veil off her head is if he's getting her naked. So, you know, with that man logic, he just nods slowly and says, okay, uh, you know, I don't think the book is something I can do, but a hairpin, if I play my cards right, I think I could get you one by tonight. Oh, tonight. Yes. Um, what time tonight? I kind of have something. So now he's doing man math in his head. He's thinking, okay, he'll show up right around dinner time. Hopefully not immediately after. So she's not like so full that she's tired and sleepy, but maybe an hour after dinner. And in his mind, he's just so smooth. It's going to take three hours to complete his task. So he's, you know, doing man math in his head. And he says, uh, okay, how about, you know, let's say 9, 30, 10 p.m. Um, you know what? Just scooch it under my door. Yeah, you don't think that's going to be obvious? You're you're down the hall from her. You don't think that giving it to me would be obvious? I'm down the hall of her. I'm down the hall of her. Well, I wasn't planning on just stopping by your actual room. I thought we'd meet somewhere where she couldn't see us. And well, then I could give it to you there. Then just toss it in my mailbox. What, do you not want me in your room or something? I have plans. I may be very occupied by then. Well, alrighty then. I guess I'll be making a trip to the mailbox. I'm just very much thinking how we, uh, how do we get Kylie involved in the story and the whole thing? Maybe Kylie can lure her out of her room so I don't have to do my plan. And if she gets her out of the room, somehow I can just sneak on in, grab the hairpin and get out. I mean... It would be a lot easier for me to do that than for you to whatever it is you have planned. Well, that is, of course, assuming you don't have plans. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the gym will be open at 9 p.m. Look, I'm all for helping you guys out with the situation. Clearly, you don't want her to use her information against you, Sam and Morgana, like... She's on your turf. I understand that. But if you bitches are going to continue to be like this, I'm just going to go. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, I'm not the bitch here. Like, I'd like to be. Excuse me with the unveiled or, you know, making the subtle threats about you could do things to me. How's that not? You know what? Whatever. If you need a fucking bobby pin, I can help you out with that. Gee, I'm just playing my cards. I'm just showing you my entire hand. That's all I ever did. And actually, you might want to be just very careful because for all we know, she could have the same hand. You know, actually, Morgana's right. And Sam's going to cross his arms and, you know, take her side now and say, she never threatened you. She was just telling you what she could do. You don't have to be such a bitch, Kylie. Morgana is kind of taken off guard. By this switch, because she did not see that coming. <laughs> and it's just looking a little bit flustered and questioning at Sam. Yeah, Kylie, do you want to roll me 
your keep your cool and i don't even know what sam is supposed to roll in this situation yes i will totally roll that what is that uh you roll 2d6 and add your cold stat okay thank you Mm -hmm. i wasn't expecting to pass that all right so you can gain insight into the situation basically you can ask me a question uh, or ask the other two a question Mm, and you take one forward uh, in the scene, basically, to act on the information. Basically, if you want to attack Sam in return or Morgana, you could now ask what their like weak spot would be. I mean, d- despite what Morgana is saying, she, like she did feel threatened by the "oh, I can make your skin, like I can make you look hideous." So. She's definitely feeling the bitchy vibes from Morgana. Sam, she knows why he's angry with her to a degree. But yeah, no, like, I I think trying to shut them down is probably what she would do. She doesn't feel very in control of anything right now and wants to feel in control of something. So putting them in their quote unquote place is probably the thing that she would try to do. So yeah, what are some... Some some weak or sensitive spots for them that she could hit. Who do you want to attack the most? <laughs> Morgana. Morgana is insecure. And that's the reason why she doesn't want another witch on her turf is because she is not 100% convinced that she could actually stand her ground and not be sent away. Because she's not ready to join a coven yet. Because she's not she's technically not good enough in her own mind. She is not good enough to get that level yet. So most of the bitch technically comes from insecurity. Look, Morgana, you know me. I like to help people who are very helpful themselves and have a wide set of skills. But but your veiled threats is not something I appreciate. And if you don't want help with this very difficult situation that I'm sure you're more than capable of handling on your own, then I will just leave and I won't help you at all. Okay, roll to shut down and add your plus one. Okay. Another okay. 10. Another uh, 10. Mm-hmm. So on a 10 up, you choose one of the following. They lose a string on you. I don't think Morgana currently has a string on you. I do have a string. Okay, so that would be an option. Alternatively, you can give them a condition or you take another point forward. Um, I'm not opposed to the her having the string. Giving a condition would, would... So mechanically, a condition would give you a permanent like hook on Morgana that you could use in your dice rolls. So you can always appeal to that condition. You can always use that to gain a plus one. You're basically saying, and I play into that condition. Okay, so I'm definitely very interested in giving the condition. I'm just not sure what would be best or if the the implication that she's putting is Kylie wants to be your friend and be helpful. Like, I'm just not sure. Yeah, but I think you can still give the condition Morgana is insecure which would be a very hard one to alleviate. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes makes ton more sense. Duh. Let's do let's do that. Sure. That is that condition is then also available to Sam, right? Yes. 
since NPCs don't roll, it's not really available to them. Um, I checked the rules today. Again, I'm still a bit unsure um, how I'm handling NPCs. <laughs> but I guess uh, this is a very player interaction focused game. So there's that. So Sam, there was this little outbreak between the two. How do you feel about the situation? Why did you uh, entice or like, why did you act uh, supportive to Morgana? Well, it seems that Morgana, number one, is the key to solve the Lydia problem that currently affects him very directly. And number two, Kylie's on his shit list. So while he still loves her very much, he's upset with her and he's very petty. Sam is the definition of petty. So when Kylie kind of says that to Morgana, he's going to say, well, Kylie, this involves you too, just so you know. I'm not sure what Lydia thinks about you, but she knows that you're around Morgana. She knows you hang out with her. So this could be affecting you as much as it is with us. If she knows what I am and she knows what Morgana is, God only knows what she knows about you and your whereabouts. I, I do feel that deserves a role of some sort for Sam. Like that's a really good point. And the thing is, I don't know what role to use. I kind of agree. I do want to have Sam roll something as well, just so people roll and maybe get experience or strings. Mm. The only thing that Sam could roll in this case is shut someone down, I think. I also feel that's appropriate. I guess. Okay. Sam, are you good with that? Yep, but I got it too. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that one didn't really win Kylie over. But yeah, you gain experience. And one more thing mechanically, to those who have strings, you can use them to tempt or manipulate someone else to do something you want. And if they actually do it, they gain experience. Can you guys help me refresh my memory? Did... What did Morgana get in return for spying on Jamie? What do you mean in return? Like, it was there an exchange there, or was it just, "Hey, can you? I can do this for you guys." I think there was an exchange. I want. I want to say that Kylie offered her the rest of that jewelry set because she right. gave her yes. a necklace. Um, I don't know if that manifests into another sympathetic token for you. Yeah, that was the plan. That was indeed the plan, I think. And sympathetic tokens count as strings. (laughs) Yes. So after Kylie's attack on Morgana and Sam's rather weak shutdown, she'll coldly turn and look at Sam. I never said that I wouldn't help. I'm saying cut the attitude. Well, how gracious of you to help us in an endeavor that directly benefits you too. Sam, I think the more appropriate response here would have been, I'm sorry. So on behalf of me and not of Sam, I'm sorry you were felt threatened. Mm, yes. Okay. I can see that that came across as wrong, but the warning, not from what I am doing, but from what Lydia might do, still stands. That's not going to sit well with Sam at all. After all, he just defended her and she just turned around and gave him attitude for something that she doesn't really understand the complexity of why Sam is pissed at Kylie. So he's going to put his wallet in his back pocket, grab 
what's left of his drink and say, right, well, um, I'll be at Lydia's at 9 p.m. If you, Kylie, want to lure her out prior to that, great. If not, I'll go with my plan. And then he's going to look at Morgana and say, fuck your attitude. I'm here to help you too. And if you're going to give me that shit attitude, then maybe I'll just look out for myself. And with that, he's going to throw his drink in the trash and he's going to head out for his car. Did you have a disposable cup or was it like a uh, actual ceramic? At Starbucks? No, he just, Sam doesn't care about the planet. He definitely gets the plastic and throws it out. Do you want to roll your runaway move maybe? Because you're really like making an end to the scene. Okay, so another cold? No, that's a volatile actually. Volatile, wow, mm -hmm. I've got to use that. Okay. Yeah. He got a 14. Oh, damn. All right. You get away to a safe place, namely the inside of your car. Kylie Morgana, do you follow him or do you let, let him just storm off in anger? Nah, he can go. Kylie's very torn. Like, she knows that she's, like, Sam's having a hard time and she wants to, to deal with that. But, like, uh, she's also going to stay to kind of finish out the conversation because we, from her perspective... The conversation isn't done. Planning will just have to presume, uh, continue without Sam. Yeah, the problem, though, is that for Morgana, the conversation is done. She is sitting back down in her chair and grabbing the book to continue studying because, yeah, her drink is not done yet. And she does like the ceramics of Starbucks. Okay, well, that's fair. If, if that's literally the next thing that she does, then Kylie will get up to leave but before she goes <sighs> all right apology accepted i'm also sorry lots of stressful shit is going on right now and that was <sighs> yeah we're we're a team we'll we'll figure this out we'll, we'll get what you asked for that would help me tremendously thanks and i think i can say that one on behalf of sam because he's not going to on that note, she picks up her purse and kind of shoulders it on. I'm going to go see if I can go tame that beast. Well, and good luck with that one. I know. Good luck with your studying and have fun tonight. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I hope so. Hey, if you need to borrow anything, I have a full closet. Although I know our styles are distinctly different, but anyway, I can help. Nah, my style, my style is good. Oh, wait, did you, did you already give me those, those earrings that you promised me the other day? This may not be the right moment to bring them up, but. No, no, no. Um, I will try to get them to you tonight before your hangout. Or, sorry, I don't remember how she referred to it. Uh, before your activities tonight. Yeah, that would be great. The activities start around seven. Cool. Have fun. Thanks. And then Morgana is going to dive into her book again. And Kylie? She'll leave. I assume that Kylie also has a car here at college. And she's going to do the stalker thing and try to follow Sam. <laughs> Tried to give him some, like, some space. But like also at the same time, like we're going to talk about this when you calm down. Because, yeah. So let's zoom into the car in the front. Sam, how do you feel about this situation? Sam is pissed off. Like this isn't just irritated now. He's 
truly pissed off. He's blasting Vivaldi. He's just driving around town without really any place in mind. He's just trying to find a clean road where he can speed and just be alone with his thoughts. He's he's so upset about so many things. And now it's truly anger. First, it was Kylie lying about who she was with. Then Kylie strolling in and not looking dissatisfied with what just happened, which just really upset him. Then it was the, you know, the kind of clamoring between Morgana and Kylie, where he tried to stand up for Morgana because he felt he understood what she was trying to say. Like he didn't perceive her as being threatening. She was just listing off her skills. And then after defending Morgana, she turns around and tries to tell him with a big ass attitude how to act and what to do. And if there's something that really gets Sam pissed is somebody, especially a woman, telling him how to act or what to do. So he is just burning with rage. Like right now, he's doing everything in his power to not just roll into the girls' dorms, find Lydia and be like, I'm in. Is this like a dangerous emotional state for him, given his werewolf affliction? Yeah, he hasn't truly been relieved of his, I want to say, heightened primal state. Uh, he's been on edge ever since Morgana at the party. And Kylie helped him take a little bit of the edge off, but working so closely with Morgana constantly has him in that predatory mindset. So he is, in a way, becoming unhinged because they're kind of finding his insecurities. He didn't like the way, you know, Lydia called him dear, which was kind of condescending. So yeah, he's definitely in a in a darker mood right now. He hits a like, he pulls out his phone and he texts a group chat and he says, uh, by the way, uh, Kimberly, one last thing I forgot to say about Lydia is she's directly responsible for that mess of an animal that Kylie stood in. Do with that what you will. I'm out for the night. And he just shuts his phone off and just keeps driving. Without any destination or goal in mind. Just Yeah, he's just looking for open road to cool down as best as he can. And he knows that if he keeps interacting with them, he's just going to get more riled up. And eventually he'll be the one that accidentally kills something out of the field. Yeah, blasting the four seasons. Damn right. So Kylie, you get the feeling he is going nowhere or going in circles. Do you follow him on like country roads or highways around town? For the time being, yes. Her intentions was to always try to talk to him after the coffee because she didn't want to make a giant ass say like, This has happened before. Maybe maybe she's uh, definitely exasperated it by pissing him off this much this time around. But she's always tried to... She just didn't want to have a blow up in a very public place with Morgana about this particular issue yet again. So it, it would have been um, when she first got to the car, started getting it going, like she would have just text like, hey, let's talk. And seeing him just kind of continue and ignoring her, maybe even like not even reading the text message, like she'll keep following him for a bit. I think with Sam, uh, his way of calming down is to replace um, one vice with another, basically. So if he's pent up sexually and he can't release himself that way, then he'll go work out a lot or he'll go and have a really big meal, you know, just kind of. Ultimately, everything he does is trying to stave off that desire to kill and do harm. 
But at the moment, he's staving that off and also the sexual frustration and his wounded ego. So he's probably going to stop somewhere that offers like big family style cooking where he can just pig out and eat his feelings. Like a Greek restaurant and you get like the mixed platter with everything. Yeah, he's definitely going to order enough for like a party of six and take up a table big enough for a party of six. And then he's just going to sit there and angrily eat everything. Kari, you roll up to a Greek restaurant. Do Do you feel like you should follow inside or do you leave him be? That's a good question. So tell me, Monica, they know each other well enough. Is this sort of the thing that like he literally just needs some space and time before they can talk or like because she could keep hammering the point and trying to engage him uh with sam it's much more it's much less about giving him space and more about him being able to satisfy something to just keep himself off the edge so i would say that you know him well enough that you know if he's going to a place that serves large food that he's just going to eat his feelings or if he went to the gym that he was just going to sit there and lift weights for three hours that kind of thing but deep down you know he would never hurt you physically i'm not gonna lie i was thinking like oh this would be a great opportunity for some angry sex <laughs> right now would be a time where he probably would be so weak to the vice that even if he's angry with you i don't think he'd be able to say no Okay, so she'll pull up to the Greek restaurant that he's been at. Um, she'll she'll give him a couple of minutes to kind of like get settled. That way, like the idea is, even though it's a public place, it will just be the two of them. And once he gets food, he's not necessarily going to want to get up and leave that per se. So she's hoping to use that as a way to kind of pin him in place for a bit so they can talk. So probably about, 10 maybe 15 minutes she'll roll in yeah you find him in like a pew at a huge table and in front of him is like this almost anime style meal just this varied selection platter with french fries salad like seafood um a selection of everything huge piles of meat salads on the side it's a mess and like of course bread everywhere and he's just chowing down, like he's staring into the distance, I assume, and just stuffing things in his face. And Kylie will just slide opposite him in the booth, sitting down, putting her hands on, or not her hands, her elbows on the table and her chin in her hands and just kind of watch him for a moment, see if he even registers that she's there. Sam will know the second she walks in, obviously. But he'll keep his eye on the food. He'll hear her sitting down across from him and he'll hear her elbows hitting the table. And he's going to kind of let her stew in silence for a couple seconds. And then he's going to look up. He's not going to really say anything, but he's going to shove a plate of hummus and pita bread towards her and say, it's the, the garlic kind, you know, it's not my favorite, but I know you like it. So whatever. She'll take the bit of peace offering and dip some of the pita bread into the hummus and chew for a, for a moment all right let me have it you know my basic rule no lying i don't lie to you you don't lie to me maybe it was because you know she was in the text chat with us i get it but it feels like you lied to me directly we obviously both know where you were i don't know who with i don't care but the lie makes me think 
that you were doing it because you didn't want me to know. Look, I'm sorry. I obfuscated the way that I put things. And at this point, like Kylie's starting to show her nerves a little bit coming like that, that mask that she's pretty much had on since she left the Dean's office is like starting to slip a little bit and, and her worry and concern and just frustration over the whole situation is like starting to show on her face. I went and unintentionally made a situation worse and I'm not sure how to deal with it. I suppose that doesn't excuse the fact that I lied to you, but that's, that's the reason. Sam keeps eating, you know, his plate of octopus for a second, nodding and just taking time to process what he's hearing. And the I'm sorry was good enough for him, but hearing that it's something that she's concerned about, seeing her demeanor change. Normally, if Sam were if Sam were in a better state of mind, he would question whether she's being manipulative or not. But right now he's just so weak to anything that he's concerned for her. You know, he sees that she's worried. So that makes him worried. So he'll say, okay, uh, what do we have to do to fix it? Do you need me to muscle somebody down? That would be fantastic if I knew who it was. The more or less full situation is someone, I believe someone caught me with with my other partner and that there's evidence of it. Evidence. So you think somebody took pictures or video, something like that? Were there cameras in the room? I think so, but I can't say for sure. All I know is... Yeah, I, I actually don't know much. I didn't see who who saw us. I I can't even say for sure that there is evidence of it. But I'm worried, especially with the whole Dean Plaque thing, that this is going to spin out real big. Well, we're not going to let it get to that. So in this situation, you know, time is kind of a race against the clock. It's our most valuable asset If you can get me into wherever you were, maybe I can sniff out somebody I know. Well, Kylie thinks that's a real bad idea. (laughs) Yeah, that could be difficult to explain. (laughs) Just a little bit. So just for my clarification, we all have the ability to gaze into the abyss, correct? Correct. I have no idea, like, I really don't remember how Kylie was going to do that, how I stated that, but... You can gaze into the abyss anytime. I basically house ruled if you have, like, a ritual set up for it that befits your character, you can get a bonus for it. Gotcha. And I, I think we we did set that up in early game. So just the thought process, I think Kylie would rather do that than try to drag Sam into that place, like, so... Okay, so as as they're sitting over, Sam's eating a gregarious amount of food as Kylie's just kind of like slowly working on the pita and the hummus. Yeah, I don't think that you taking you to the place would be a good idea. It is kind of a, a public but private place. So I don't know if you'd be able to smell anything specific, like not to diminish your abilities by any means. Um, it just, there might be too many things to tell. Yeah, it does get a little difficult when it's an area of high traffic. And of course, Sam's thinking, you know, one of the dorms or one of the public areas, like the basement where, you know, dozens of people go in and out. So he's nodding and he says, 
okay, well, if you have any other way of finding out, I'm all ears. Or if you want to take this on as, you know, your personal vendetta, I understand that too. And I respect that. But once you find out who it is, you know, all you have to do is say the word. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure how to roll into like role play into the gaze into the abyss. Uh, So I think the way we pitched it is you let out like your power hungry, slightly manic uh, side where you go through whatever your enemies or like your supposed friends might be plotting and how that works into your own, uh, you know, plans. And by going through these options, you with someone who you can talk at, you basically ask the abyss a question. Okay, sweet. So she'll start. I might not know who it is right now, but it would be helpful to just talk out options if you're down for that. Um, and then Kylie will start to list off people and why she thinks that like, oh, it could be this person. It could be that person. Definitely those three people who she suspects with the Dean, not necessarily on the top of the list, but they're in that list. Yeah. And let's see. My my question for the Abyss is, yeah, who who is the person that caught them? Or is that All right. two? No, that's perfectly fine. Roll your thing. You can add a plus one and gaze into the abyss uses your dark stat. So I got an eight. All right. Mm. So on a seven to nine, the abyss shows you confusing and alarming visions, but you get your answer nonetheless. Hmm. What do I do with that? I'm having a hard time, but I'm going with an idea I had anyway. <laughs> I'm glad I could give you a hard time. <laughs> Wow. So you go through options. Who might have seen you? Who might have, you know, already witnessed uh, you and the Dean earlier? Because there was like an inscription on the plaque. And who might be, you know, constantly around uh, to witness these things? Because you usually meet at the college in like his office. And the amount of people who go there regularly is limited. And of course, you have focus on a few people uh, that you know are probably suspect. You've already, already had Jamie in focus, but you know he barely ever shows up to college at all. He's at parties. He has He picks up a lot of gossip, of course, but you believe he's not, you know, at the source. He has no reason to be there. It doesn't befit his character. You figure maybe Erica, but again, she's kind of all over the place. Her responsibilities are very scattered. You don't really see her running down the hallway that leads to the dean's office. That doesn't really befit her. And so you focus in on your last uh, major subject. And you know Alicia as the student council president. She's around you a lot. She's around like the inner machinations of the college a lot. And you could see like from her eyes, maybe getting a glimpse of how you and the Dean interacted in the hallway, like maybe seeing you to kiss in the door or something like that. Just quick glimpses of things that were not for Alicia's eyes. Mm. And then maybe developing some sort of, you know, 
animosity towards you because Alicia might think that you're making a move on her position in the student council, trying to get the good graces with like the higher ups. And then, well, your imagination runs wild and you recall that Alicia and Morgana were being very close on the party. And you see that Alicia shows a video clip to Morgana of what has happened in the archive room. Do you like the supernatural setting in a modern world that Monster Heart brings? Our Changeling The Lost Game might be exactly what you are looking for for your next story. You'll discover what it means when you've been kidnapped by Faye, learn to live in a world that changed without you, and discover a big secret.